love that for you, the podcast that celebrates the late bloomers and trailblazers of all walks of life. I'm Kelly. And I'm trash. I uh, cannot even believe what just happened. What just happened? Well, you know the story that I'm about to tell people. And I want to hear um, it again because I, I know you crying. do. I was crying. And it's so sad because like right now, we're honestly looking our best. Oh, by the way, I am actually red, but (laughs) not today. Well, no, I'm red in the face about this story. Also, we we're so lucky right now. We just like got some nice little updates to our equipment and we're looking really nice. And then I'm about to go into this literal trash story. I can't. I can't. Tell us, please. Okay. Basically, I was telling the story to Kelly. I don't know if you guys know this, our listeners, but... This is literally a two-woman crew that's working on everything. I mean, obviously, Sean and Jenny have helped us with the music and our graphics, but basically everything that's happening with the podcast otherwise right now is just the two of us. All the posts you're seeing, all the episodes, the uploading, the editing, the recording, we have been trying to figure this out for a long time. So thank you all for your patience as we figure this out. It does lead to a lot of late nights and a lot of work. And one of these particular late nights, I was in my apartment and I just need to step out for like a quick minute. So I was just going to do a quick trash run. I like took my glasses off. I I slipped on some sandals and I just grabbed the trash. I had like a box that had Caboose's litter in it and like this bag. And I very quickly just run out the door and I go to the dumpster, which I live at an apartment complex. It's a big dumpster and I can't just like place it in. It has like a lip to it. So you have to kind of go up and over. Right. So I wind back and I throw the bag, but as the bag is airborne, it caught my keys oh. and ripped them from my hand and took that with them. And I am just standing oh, there no. because I don't have my glasses. I don't have my phone. I don't have my keys anymore, oh, which includes God. apartment keys, car keys, everything. Oh. And it's Nine o'clock at night. Oh, no. There's no one around. The office is closed. There's no one who can help me. All I can do is go, well, I got to get my keys. So I put the box down that had all the, like, it was like a plastic kind of box thing. So I thought it would be fine. And so I stand on it to kind of get over to look in. And as I'm leaning, still putting my toes on it, the box starts to break through, which is just full of litter. So I lean forward and basically fall into the dumpster in my sandals, wearing a skirt also. So if any neighbors happen to peek out, like no. free show everyone this is a sitcom and i know if we wrote this our big criticism would be no that's not realistic that's like not that how would it never really happen at right. all no <laughs> and like i said i didn't have my glasses on so i just start feeling for my bag of oh, garbage that hopefully still has my keys attached to it and Thankfully, it wasn't too bad in there. I mean, it's a dumpster. It's not great. (laughs) But I'm like, oh, well, this is someone's dinner. It's not mine. Um, But thankfully, the keys were still, it somehow snagged it so good that like they were still attached to my bag. So once I found that, I was able to get the keys and fall back out of the dumpster. <laughs> How did uh, Caboose, Caboose was like, oh God, mom again. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I came in and he was like, ooh, what is this perfume you're 
And I'm like, nope, nope. <laughs> smells like my dinner. <laughs> right. And I had, I literally was like, Kelly, I have to stop everything I'm working on right now because I, I like, I'm trash. And, and Kelly is so sweet. She's like, no, you're not. I'm like, no, I'm literally trash. I have someone else's dinner on me right now. Oh, and she's like, my what? God. <laughs> oh my God, Red. I was crying. Like, you made my day. It certainly didn't make mine. And I just, I've never, um, like, I can laugh now. Oh also, midsummer, New England, dumpster. Yeah. Humidity, I, stink. Huh? Like, huh? I nope. just, I already want to vomit just hearing that. So, God. <sighs> I have that Red, effect on people. Always yeah. bringing the stories. Never not entertaining, as we've said. We, we were like, episodes. how do we start this episode? And I was like, oh, I got gotcha. you. Oh, did you ever? Because we, uh, speaking of dinner and trash, well, not trash, let's rewind. Speaking of food and dinner and uh-huh. uh, items you might find, uh, today's episode is in the food space. And, uh, oh, great. <laughs> yes. So well done. And I guess the theme of it is kind of, you can parallel it to this podcast, it's determination and grit. This this person is unbelievable. You will all be so inspired. It is a movie. The story is insane. But Ooh. we also just want to say thank you all for the support and the love and the positive feedback. And if there's any critiques, please let us know. I'm now no longer underwater, as you can hear. I've invested in a $30 mic. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> and, and we're still trying to figure out the mix of banter and profiles so we're gonna just keep on going and learning as we go we're determined and we have grit red so that is where we begin our story because yeah trust me i felt the grit <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Ugh. laughs> so let me tell you and this this person oh boy be ready to be inspired guys because her name i'm ready i'm hungry for it yeah you're gonna be hungry uh her name is stacy brown now are you a fan of chicken salad Right. I mean, um, yeah. It's a Who it's a southern like, staple. <laughs> and yeah. I am a vegetarian, so I wouldn't know, but it's a very popular southern staple and this is the story of the founder of a restaurant that has franchised and become one of the fastest growing, you know, multi-million dollar fast food casual restaurants called Chicken Salad Chick. And her name is Stacy Brown. Strap in, guys, because let me tell you, you're going to maybe cry. You're going to laugh. You're going to just be inspired. Oh, all the feels. Born, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she was born Stacy Melton. They don't give me the exact month, but she was born in 1974 in Rome, Georgia. One of two children born to Tom and Cheryl Melton. And she graduated from the Darlington School, which is a private college preparatory you know, institution in Rome, Georgia. And she earned a bachelor's degree in communications from Auburn University in 1999. Now, she married fellow Auburn student Chris Evans. Not that one. I was about to say, uh, hello, Captain. Yeah, right? <laughs> she wouldn't need to be uh, make this uh, empire for herself otherwise. She married Chris Evans in 1997, and the couple would have three children, but... But here's where our story begins, because the couple divorced in 2006 and he basically walked out on her. So she had three children all under the age of six and she had to make ends meet. She had to earn at least $500 a month to pay the bills. Wait, he just walked out? Just walked out on her. What a dick. What a dick. I know. So not the one that we know and love. Definitely not. He would never do that. (laughs) 
He would slap no. a bitch. Yeah, he's probably hunting down the he's other Chris Evans going, you're Chris. giving our name a bad name. <laughs> exactly. But Jesus. in a way, this is where this inspiring story came from. So, you know, a mom of three children under six had to make ends meet. Oh. So she had to figure out, what am I good at? What am I passionate about? What can I do as a stay-at-home mom, you know, to make ends meet? So she always had a passion for chicken salad. And she decided as a, you know, self-deemed connoisseur that she could make the best tasting chicken salad she does this for months like she had to perfect the salad like she would take it out to like what she calls the gateway to any town because if you get those two things on board they will spread it to everyone so hairdressers and teachers those are your keys to any community and if they like it word will spread in the community so my god that's so smart i didn't think of that i I didn't even think of that either I don't know. I don't know who I would have thought of to go to, but I would have thought like, yeah, hairdressers because everybody, hairdressers are therapists. Come on. We all know this. And then I I told Sean, it's like the highest, uh, like the longest relationship I've had is with my hairstylist. (laughs) And then teachers, like they literally talk to, you know, so many people because not only is it the parents of students, but it's also other people within like the community and like they talk to people within like the town and stuff like that because there's certain things that are going on within the community that teachers need to be aware of so smart cookie you're discovering this because i i want to start one of our many empires red that's where i'm going to begin is with my hairstylist and the teachers Mm -hmm. in the community because once you come on board you're golden right okay so who are we (laughs) telling about this podcast first (laughs) yeah right (laughs) definitely well my hairstylist i think knows so hopefully she's telling people that Um, hi (laughs) Hi, if you're listening, love you. So she took months to perfect the recipe. Of course, you know, like people thought it was too dry, not, you know, moist enough or just the combination was wrong. But after months, she finally perfected it and the business took off. So she finds small time success right away, selling her chicken salad door to door just around the neighborhood. You know, she would pile the kids in the car and they would wait while mom went door to door and she sold it for like $8, like like this little, I want to say a pint or a quart of, of chicken salad for eight bucks door to door and really took off. Like the, she would put a bowl in the teacher's lounge at her kid's school with like business cards. And then the phone started just ringing off the hook. So her chicken salad's taking off. But here is where we face our first issue and where determination and grit, you know, really kicks in. The word of her business caught the attention of the Lee County Health Department, oh. apparently making food out of an unlicensed kitchen and selling it in off the shelf storage containers, which is basically out of the back of your car in their eyes, is not legal. Um, yeah, so- I've heard about this before, actually, because I've you? had some friends who like would make like cookies or something and somebody came after them and was like, this wasn't done in this special kitchen or something and you like, have to rent a kitchen to really? use what yeah, about like apparently. A, uh you know like farmers markets like that's out of their kitchen isn't it i mean i would think i don't know what exactly this situation was but it wasn't even like anything huge they were just selling it like as a thing and then yeah it caught their attention for some reason or another so i don't know how that works or where or anything like that but ooh, that's not yeah. good and it's terrible because, because, go ahead, what were you saying? No, I was saying like, it's not to say there's anything wrong with your kitchen, but yeah. they want it to be to a certain standard for the general public, which also I've firsthand seen what the general public eats now. <laughs> I don't know. It makes it, it's an extra hurdle for small business owners to get over 
the added cost of having to get a special kitchen and special license and a special, you know, when you're just trying to get things started. Oof. oof, Exactly. So she she actually was just like, all right, I guess I'm done. Like she, you know, all is lost. I will also say, like, I get the need to keep everything safe, but yeah, there's got to be other ways. Doesn't have the money. Like she's a single mom to three. Like she's like, all right, I'm done. And and meanwhile, like all of her, you know, her teacher friends and her hairstylist clients are reaching out, and it's like, you know, like the back alley deal. Like, hey, you know, I'll I'll meet you in the back alley. And she's like, no, guys, (laughs) like I'm done. I'm not doing this. The health department shut me down. What you got in that coat there? You got any other good stuff? Playground opening her coat up, like. What you want? Okay. What you want? Yeah. Um, but she's like, all right, I guess I'm done. But there's such a demand for it. And she was really passionate about it. As this is happening, she's like, all right, fine. I guess I have to figure this out. So she enlists the help of a business savvy family friend named Kevin Brown. And he convinces her not to give up, but to double down and open up a restaurant instead. But by this, I mean, it was an 800 square foot shack. <laughs> and the rent is $800 a month. So very reasonable. And so with his help, she does just that. And it's extremely successful. Like the first day of business, they sell out of chicken salad by 2 p.m. And this keeps happening. Oh, wow. Like lines out the door. She's like, all right, I have something here. This is insane. The adorable thing during all of this is Kevin's actually a single dad as well with a daughter and i guess you can hear you can see what's coming next the intensity uh-huh. did you of hear my little gasp i was like oh is there a romance a brewing it is romance so the intensity of this business which is basically their child you know outside of the four between the two of them uh and their partnership mm-hmm. brings them closer and they fall in love and get married in jamaica in 2008 um so can i ask something Yes. Did they have chicken salad at the wedding? <laughs> I, I'm just it's saying. Infinite. That's a very bad missed opportunity. Invite right? like all the mo- all the people that you love. And it's like, did you love our food? Well, you should invest. Right? In- <laughs> so they started this whole thing in January 7th, 2008. And in November 2008, they get married in Jamaica. But they didn't take off long. They took off four days to get married. And they came right on back four days later because they got business to do. So they steadily, you know, grow chicken salad chick and they use that cash flow to open up two additional locations in auburn georgia since no bank will even give them the time of day let alone a what? small Why? business loan they didn't have enough years under their belts um and cash flow like revenue to oh, you know for the business you know the bank to give them the loan which is insane the terms are up to the bank so they wouldn't even give them the time of day. So they're like, okay, after four or five years of bootstrapping their way, they they realize, all right, I guess it's time to find someone who can help them pivot to a franchise model because they just couldn't sustain it. Like there was so much demand, just all consuming and lots of tears shed because it's so demanding and they weren't even turning a profit really. Like, and Kevin at one point was just like, we got to give up. But Stacy's like, move out of the way. I got people to serve. (laughs) <laughs> you know, like I'm doing this and right. I have a duty to this community, but they realize, all right, it is time to franchise this um, where they'll have a shot at really turning a profit and taking some cash out of the business. But here's grit and oh, determination. No. Point number two of this story, this very inspiring story. So unfortunately, Stacy and Kevin end up partnering with a less than honorable couple who, you Uh-oh. know, they foolishly in retrospect 
they sold 51% of the company to. <gasps> no, that's controlling. Yeah, I know. And, oh, crap. And this couple. If I've learned anything from yeah. Mr. Deeds, you don't sell the controlling amount no. of the shares. Like, that's just awful, right? Because what happened was their co-owners had a very different vision for the business. And Kevin and Stacy were not happy with the direction it was going. So they tried to buy back their shares. Do you um, know what the direction was that they were going in? I don't. They didn't specify. But it was just... Not true I to them. I imagine it was probably just bottom dollar and, and maybe, you know, quantity over quality. I That's just me mm. speculating. But it's just not the direction yeah. they wanted. Um, I mean, because a lot yeah. of times people will try and get it to be just something that it's profitable. But then when you lose kind of the heart of it once you do that, where instead it's about turning the profit and making things better for that versus, oh, no, this is the food that's actually good because people will then start cutting down the quality of ingredients or they'll start cutting yes, down on exactly. just, yeah, all that. So 100%. I can oof. imagine. It's tragic. And, you know, Kevin and Stacy have come this far and they're unwilling to let go of all they built. So Stacy and Kevin negotiate a buyout, except the partners want a three times return on their initial investment, which amounts to $1.3 and... They want it in 30 days or they are going to take over the company and Stacy and Kevin get nothing. Talk about stakes and a ticking clock. This is a screenplay. Like this is literally a screenplay. You've got all. I know this is an insane. audio medium, but um, my jaw is on the ground. Isn't like- it insane? Like I was sweating when I heard this. And <laughs> can you imagine building this thing over years, putting blood, sweat and tears into this, and then you fall into bad hands and you will get zero. And right. this is all a wash. If you don't get them 1.3 million in 30 days, like what? Insane. Great <sighs> determination. If, if I'm telling you the story, you know what happened. But let me tell you how close down the wire it got. Uh, I have to brace myself. <laughs> yeah, brace yourself. So needless to say, obviously, Stacey and Kevin do not have $1.3 million. They travel yeah, I think things would have been very different had they had that <laughs> to start different. with. They wouldn't even be with these this bad company. Right, which exactly. We're not even going to name their names because we Good. don't like them. They don't have the money. So what do they got to do? They have to travel all over in the southeastern tour, you know, all over Alabama, pitching to anyone who will listen, just desperately trying to raise this money. They have a clock on their back. They get absolutely nowhere until no. the very last day day 30 oh. when a man named Erlen McCorder who oh, was name. a 1968 Auburn University graduate he made his money building actually the Lowe's home improvement stores he calls them up after just attending their four hour long pitch meeting at the Auburn Chamber of Commerce and he tells them that he believes in them, what they're doing. He loves their chicken salad and he will write them a check for every penny they need. Stacy breaks down and basically loses it. Like she just. I'm about to break down. I know. That's when amazing. I, heard that, I was like crying. Like this man changed their lives. Wait, the Lowe's? Very last day. Yeah, he was. He made his money building the Lowe's home improvement stores. Yeah. Well, damn. So. Stacy's right, a lowering mess. That's amazing. <laughs> thirty day thirty, they they get it, which is oh God bless that Erlen McCorder. 
because that that investment doesn't just give them their company back. It it propels them to a franchising model that catches fire immediately. They Thank God. start opening because, stores. Like, yeah. The other thing too is if they own that, could she possibly also get into trouble? Because like even though it's her recipe, like she can't bring that anywhere else, can she? No, definitely yeah, not. They and, own and that's it. The thing. They developed, you know, during this time, like 15 different flavors of chicken salad. Like, it's really cute. The names of it are based after like women that were really prominent and inspiring to her during her life. Like, um, oh. they got the classic Carol, the uh, <laughs> the Lauren's lemon basil. They have a barbecue right now. Um, the fruity oh my God, Fran, stop. the fancy Nancy and the cranberry Kelly. So lots of different varieties. They expanded. Kelly? I know they've got the cranberry Kelly. Well, this one has an eye. It's a mixture of dried sweetened cranberries and slivered almonds. It looks very good, actually. If I if I um, wasn't a vegetarian, I would eat it. <laughs> where Where's the red chicken salad? I'm just yeah, I I'm know just I'm looking wondering. for it. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> clearly they missed missed out on an opportunity. It's okay. We're yeah. gonna be friends now that we're talking about this, yeah, and after definitely. that, we'll talk. Of course, yeah. of course. This this money that Erlen gives them allows them to franchise all over the South and. Everything is going amazingly well, but Red, here we are with determination and grit. Because You're really going to do this to me again? I'm really going to do this to you again. <laughs> it's, it's a wild ride. Kevin is diagnosed with stage four colon cancer at age 38. No. And it has oh my God, that's so young. Right? It has metastasized to his liver. But oh no. he immediately begins an aggressive chemotherapy treatment regimen and he never misses a day of work never what never isn't that like come on kevin you can take a break like yeah we, we will forgive you right but my, oh god. my god god bless that man but I mean, um yeah. i don't know if you've witnessed anyone going through like any cancer treatments that takes so much oh, out on so your body much. like how do you stand like well i mean i guess there were times where he barely could but when he could he was on his feet he was working never missing a day so this is in 2013 but uh i don't know i mean yeah for one it says amazing things about him but it also says really sad things about our healthcare system mm-hmm. i'm sorry not to bring that up but i it know just... oh i know Ugh. it's that's walking to america people uh, but that, uh, that's why you're I leaving mean, the country. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't even believe like, you know, that kind of dedication. I mean, it speaks a lot to his character too, to want to be there to support his family and all that. Absolutely. That said, Kevin, take a take, know, a, breather. take a break, Kevin. Jesus. Like, it's okay. This is, you know, it's 2013. It's the beginning of yet another fight, which but that doesn't stop them. So not only do they continue growing Chicken Salad Chick, but they also start the Chicken Salad Chick Foundation to support colon cancer research. And as part of their fundraising efforts, it's Kevin's idea to put on a huge benefit concert at Auburn University's Jordan-Hare Stadium and to have Kenny Chesney, the biggest star in country music at the time, to headline it. It's a crazy idea. But then so was a restaurant dedicated exclusively to chicken salad. So he helped make that happen. So, you know, why not this? And right. they get them. They get Kev- they get Kenny Chesney. And really? they sell 50,000 tickets. On that night in April, they fill Jordan Hare Stadium. Except Kevin will unfortunately not be among the crowd. 
not no. physically at least. He passes away six months before on November twenty no. first, twenty fifteen, surrounded by his family. But oh God. you know, it's a you know, very painful loss for Stacy, you know, one that comes no. after a full decade of very high highs and incredibly low lows in her personal and professional life. But yet right. Stacy, just like her husband, she continues fighting. She perseveres. She's determined, um, not just for herself and for her children, but for the memory of what, you know, Kevin meant to her and to their business. Later that year in 2016, all of their effort is rewarded and chicken salad chick is listed in the Inc. 5000 as one of the fastest growing restaurant brands in America, number 37 among all privately held companies. And today oh it is over a $100 million business. No way. So Stacy Brown, I love that for you. Well, that's <laughs> crazy. I mean, yes. think about all of that to go from, well, first of all, single mom, three kids, and perfecting this chicken salad recipe. When you have multiple kids, having them eat the same thing, and if they don't like it, or if there's, you know, that alone, like being a mom doing that, holy crap. But Isn't then to expand it to this level, wow. Right? And the accolades keep coming. Like in 2020, Chicken Salad Chick won the Franchise Times Deal of the Year. Uh, in 2022, it was included in Fast Casuals Top 100 list. And now in 2023, it's, you know, Chicken Salad Chick chain has, it includes more than 225 outlets in 18 states. Holy shit. You know what 18 states? Can we list them? Also, for the record, yeah. this is not an ad for the business. No. We are focusing on her and her family. <laughs> if, you're, if you're near there, because my God, like what an inspiration. I just, yeah, I'm no kidding. You know, I, I heard this years ago, actually, the story on, um, the Guy Raz NPR podcast, How I Built This. And it stuck with me five years later, just as like, what an inspiration, what grit, what determination, like, you know, and she's, you know, Stacy gives uh, public speeches to civic groups and media interviews regarding women on entrepreneurship. And she's, she's contributing to all sorts of, you know, charities, um, like the American Cancer Society and and she, you know, partners with food banks and communities with the company's restaurants to support families in need. And it's just like she, the, the giving continues. Um, so no my God, let's all take a note from from Stacy Brown. Like she went from an unemployed, divorced single mom to one of the, you know, <laughs> top Inc. 5000, you know, companies in the nation. Um, right. And it's just so inspiring. And right? um, I love that for her. I like just to be able to her. define it on her own terms too, because obviously that's not something that's easy to do. And what was she no. doing before when she was? She was, just a, she was a stay at home mom. And okay. this was just something she, she was always a cook. She, you know, she grew up, you know, her family ate around the table every night and she was always Aww. a good cook and this was her passion because you know the south it's just a staple and she, you know she she perfected this recipe and it's all it's all it takes sometimes like you know when we 
because how many times have I said, or probably you said, let's, I, I want to start my own business and work for myself. It's like, you know, you think of these grandiose things, like I have to develop the next like Apple or <laughs> some grandiose thing like Twitter or, uh, well, maybe not Twitter anymore, but you know what I mean? Like an Instagram <laughs> or <laughs> some grandiose thing, but really it can be as simple as a chicken salad recipe. And, and just the or a podcast. Of- <laughs> yeah, or a podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> but no, but I mean, true to find like the one thing that you, she could have made instead like a restaurant investment and done a bunch of different recipes, but she focused it on a very specific thing and something that everyone's had. Like when you asked me in the beginning, like, oh, do you like chicken salad? I'm like, well, yeah, like that's the kind of like a staple. It's, it's something that like isn't the go-to on the top of my brain, but like, you know, it's something that's so standard that of course I'm going to have like, oh, if all else fails, I'm definitely having like a chicken salad. I'm definitely, and there's so many variations you can take on it. So of course it doesn't surprise right. me that you have like 15 different recipes you can do from it. Again, still looking for that red chicken salad. I know, uh, <clears throat> right? And the branding is just so brilliant. Just like, it's funny because she, when I was listening to the podcast, her interview, it's like, you know, women would bring their husbands in and they were like, they, they would be like, give me, give me the one with the fruit. And she's like, oh, do you mean the fancy Nancy? Um, and so <laughs> after they tried it though, they clearly fell head over heels in love with it and they didn't give a shit. They would come back. Yes. Give me the fruity Fran. Give me the cranberry Kelly. Give me that fancy. Because <laughs> the work spoke for itself and they would just come in. And um, so men and women flock to it. It's just like, you know, find, find something as simple as just a lunchtime staple. And that's what this whole business is built around. It's just a lunchtime staple. Um, and it's, it's so brilliant and it's inspiring to like, it doesn't always have to be so complicated. And if you're determined, thank you, Avril. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't have to be complicated, Avril. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, that gives me inspiration just for this podcast too like you know we're gonna learn as we go and we thank you listeners for growing with us and sticking with us as we you know adjust things and and grow and hopefully get bigger and better but Mm -hmm. we in red are gonna be determined and we're gonna have grit and we're gonna work long hours and end up in dumpsters (laughs) just for you just for for this podcast (laughs) brown and and stacy brown we trust so uh, along with Judith along with Judith <laughs> from the third episode yeah we love Judith oh Judith but add add but we definitely Stacey need Brown need to say Stacy Brown you yeah Stacy <laughs> Brown is definitely an inspiration here and just what an accomplishment to be able to do that and also keep doing that and you know obviously I'm sure she's doing those speeches speaking about the experience of doing all this and figuring it out on her own because I'm sure as much as people can give advice, it's not the same as getting professional input. Um, so, yeah, I love that for her. It's amazing. So share any uh, entrepreneurship stories that you have, listeners. We'd love to hear and share and amplify you. Or some uh, recipes. We'd love to hear, like, what's your yeah. go-to staple, like, food that, you know, you'll always have. Like, I honestly do have a lot of, like, chicken and rice or chicken uh, salads and chicken bowls. Like, I have a lot of chicken. Um, but <laughs> Now I'm hungry for chicken and I'm vegetarian. Yeah. What does that say about me? <laughs> I mean, I'm that's good branding. I'm protein. Yeah, I know. Good branding, right? <laughs> Please share recipes because I don't know how to cook and I like to 
uh, watch food porn, evidently, <laughs> otherwise known as Food Network or anything on Instagram. <laughs> Half of my feed now, Red, is just food and recipes. Well, yeah, but Instagram. now that we're talking about Stacy, we're just going to keep seeing chicken like, salad. More and more chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm then not going to be mad gonna... about it, though. It's yeah, be so good. I. We need the vegetarian version. Stacy, if you're listening, Make a vegetarian version, please. I want to try it. <laughs> and you open can name one it red. California. <laughs> Just name it red. Red's veggie. It's not as good an alliteration, though. We need like a, I don't know what that would Red's be. Red's ready for a vegetarian? I don't there know. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Red's but... ready made veggie. Yeah. <laughs> love that. Mm. Well, but thank we you love for that. highlighting her. And wow, that was a roller coaster. My, was... my head's still kind of spinning a little bit. No. Oh my god! So you can listen to that uh, interview on how I built this. Uh, I gave you the abridged version, but it's back in 2018. So check it out; very inspiring. Um, we'll put a link in the show notes. Be sure to follow us on I Love That Free Pod. Email us. Uh, anything else, Red? No, just we love you guys. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast so far. And if you are in a location where uh, you can definitely go have one of these chicken salads. Again, we are not doing an ad. We're just very no. inspired by her. Help a <laughs> a female entrepreneur and oh. go eat. Go have some food. Go enjoy. <laughs> Do it. Do it. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on I Love That For You. Our theme song is by Vaudeville and used with permission. Our cover art is by Jenny Lamb, edited to the best of our abilities by Kelly and Red. If you want us to spotlight someone, have questions, or just want to say hi, email us at ilovethatforyoupod at gmail.com or join us on Instagram at ilovethatforyoupod to join the love fest and see what else we get up to. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, basically wherever else you listen. We appreciate all your love, and if you want to help support the show, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. This helps us spread the love and reach more people. Thanks for listening. We love you.